Hey you guys, welcome back to Black Canvas. On today's episode, we're going to talk about mental health in America. And according to MHANational.com, the statistics for anxiety and depression have been through the roof. And I think it's important for us to know what those statistics are, but also find healthy ways of working through it to understand the impact of anxiety and depression. So in the month of May and June, we saw that over 169,000 people have screened moderate to severe for depression or anxiety since the start of the pandemic. And in the month of May and June as well, we've seen 7,000 people per day increase as far as taking mental health screenings. And when we think of the number of anxiety screenings that are completed in June, they said it was 406% higher than in January. And for depression screenings, it was 457% higher um, in the month of June versus January. Um, We saw that even younger people, roughly around 9 in 10, are screening moderate to severe in depression, and 8 out of 10 are screening moderate to severe in anxiety. And when I think of that, I go back to loneliness and isolation. And for many of you guys who are struggling just with mental health concerns or maybe have a family member or friend who's struggling with their mental health, a lot of it has to do with just that loneliness and isolation that people have had to deal with um, due to the pandemic. And they even mentioned that 74% are struggling with severe depression and 65% um, due to contributing factors of isolation and loneliness um, that can contribute also to their mental health problems that they're dealing with right now. In June of 2020, they said that over 25,000 people have had depression screeners and reported thinking of suicide or self-harm, and over 14,000 are having these thoughts every single day. So our first number talked about of more than just half a day or nearly every day is the 25,000 and over 14,000 are having these thoughts every single day. And that's just something to be aware of, especially in certain populations like our LGBTQ plus or people who are caregivers or students or our active duty or military, as well as trauma survivors. It has been a lot that they've had to deal with. And you'll see for thousands who are dealing with just racism and current events and things that have been cited to be factors in the screening as well. And I want you guys to also remember that we kind of forget about our older individuals, especially those individuals that live in retirement communities or healthcare oriented senior facilities. A lot of those are struggling right now and suffering from reduced activities as well as socialization issues as well. And a lot of those nursing homes, assisted living communities have even banned some visitors from going by and visiting since the outbreak which has kind of tended to eliminate a lot of group activities or just socialization in general. So you start to see, even in our older population, that they're starting to struggle a lot of physical, mental, and emotional well-being issues as well. So I want to start with remember how important it is for us to kind of take care of ourselves, but others being aware of how others, even that we may not think, are dealing with dysfunction or mental health can definitely be dealing with this, um, especially with learning. We know now with virtual learning and things going on currently with school, that that has been a major stressor for people as well. But for our older and elderly adults, they're really dealing with a lot of pressure um, and stress and not having those resources that maybe some of us who are a little younger may have um, currently doing this outbreak. Um, But also in 2020, you guys, I think it's just important for us to remember this can be the year of self-care. 
that we can actually use this as a positive and not a negative. Um, a lot of times when we start thinking of COVID-19, we hear a lot of people go into that negative place of what they've experienced or what they're going through. But it's something that, to be said about just thinking in a positive light and realizing that self-care can start not only with ourselves, but just in a way that we view things in our minds. And when I think of self-care, I think self-care means taking responsibility for yourself to maintain a healthy and balanced lifestyle at work and in your personal world through individually determined or, or proactive activities. So when we have self-care, this is important for us to have a regimen that's essential for mental health maintenance and reaffirming our self-worth. Um, we must take care of ourselves first before we are able to help others. And then it's important for us to have a self-care plan that looks a little different maybe than what we were used to living in the past. So a lot of us get used to certain activities and rituals that we've gone through and that it's important for us to find balance in our lives, but also to be aware and to develop self-love. And, and self-love, that means we're taking care of oneself, but also taking responsibility for our well-being. And that can deal with our physical, that can deal with our mental, but also it can deal with our emotional needs so that we ensure that our needs are actually being met on a day-to-day -day basis. So when I think of this, you guys, I go back to what are some tips that we can use in order to develop mental health. And one of those tips that we can learn to develop is actually saying that we can learn from our mistakes. And I know for myself, I make mistakes all the time, and it's important for me to learn from those mistakes when I make them, but also to be aware that as long as I live, I will make mistakes. And I want to continue to learn and to grow. And in growing and learning, then I can become a better version of myself. I think it's also important for us to remember to cherish our loved ones, to cherish the things that we do have and to start thinking positive. Because in thinking positive and cherishing our loved ones, we can enhance that well-being that we do have as well. Another major tip that I've used and has helped me in life is remembering to never, ever give up. And I think that success in life is not a marathon. We don't have to rush to become successful, but we can actually learn to nurture and discover those talents that we do have and learn to set goals that are realistic for ourselves. And in setting those goals, we can actually pursue a life that not only is worth living, but that we can actually realize that we are making the best choices for our lives. And you guys, before we end this podcast, I really want to talk about some tips that we need to also think about as far as self-care. And the major tip that I think will be important, as well as developing emotional awareness, is to identify our stressors. And this means that we need to know where or when we have pressure and to know what are some things in our lives that can cause concern. And I know for myself, interpersonal concerns can be with coworkers. It can even be with your spouse. It can be with children. It can be with family members, or it can be even a specific stressor as it relates to your personal health. It can be even at times money issues or lack thereof. It can be lack of time. And sometimes we can set, un set unrealistic workloads or we can put pressure on ourselves to perform without even have adequate resources to complete the task. So when I think of when I said emotional wellness, I believe that starts with therapy for a lot of people or meditation, journaling, even expressing gratitude, being able to set a grateful list. What am I grateful for and why? And it helps us to develop that that quest to success 
but it also helps us to realize that we can find personal wellness and we can actually make a better life for ourselves. And in making a better life for ourselves, we can actually learn to preserve our sanity and learn to actually accept things and embrace the concept of love or self-love. And in developing self-love, we can actually become a better version of ourselves. I hope you guys really enjoyed this podcast. I know mental health is something that I really advocate for because I believe it's important for us to take care of our mental state. But I also think it's important for us to break through some of that stigma that's attached through mental illness and knowing that we all are going to have challenges, but that our mental health is really important that we take care of it in order to become better versions of ourselves and in order for us to better serve ourselves and to help to serve others in need as well. I hope you guys continue to have a great day and a great year. 2020 is going to be a year of self-discovery, but for a lot of you guys, it hopefully will be a year for you to start to work on loving others and embracing people for their differences and knowing that our differences make us who we are. And it's important for us to remember that we can get better and we can change and we have a right to love ourselves. Let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. I'm not afraid of